<laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. This is the Twilight Zone. This is where born alone. This is the Twilight Zone. This is where born alone. I love how she asks if we're recording when she hit the record button. No, are we recording here? Oh, we are. Are we drinking from our fancy cups? Can I bring my fancy cup? Our twinsies? No. It's okay. I'm still in coffee mode. There's the mouse. No. No. Please. Can I speak in voices? Ow. Ow. There's a head there. Oh, yeah. Why don't I get those ones? Those ones match my sweater more. These ones match you better. Oh, I like those ones. No one has ever worn these before. I wore them in Artist Morning the you other day. son of a... <coughs> Hello and welcome to Borat and Sasha's daily podcast. <laughs> Are you Borat? Yes, I am Borat. And then I put in the stick. My sister. This will be a weird podcast if I'm your sister. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Chapity chap. Are... I think we're good to go, babe. How about if I speak with my sexy voices? Just so you know, all of this is going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Darius's Substack. Oh, I just got robotic there. What, what's happening? This Stop touching my court. Sketch. Um, hi. Hi. I want to look at you. This sucks that I can't look at you. Why can't you look at me? Because it's a little uncomfortable. To look at me? Yes. Welcome. Hi. I am drawing hearts on your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you get all like shy? (laughs) You were just beatboxing a moment ago. And now your face is like, eating itself. Let's go. This is it. It is the time of the time of the time. Of the time. Oh, I'm definitely not going to hold this the whole time. No. Heavy. Yeah, I got that thing. Um. Thanks for being on my sub stack. Hi, Vivi. <laughs> Why did you get all mushy? Because I'm not looking at you. Okay. So, this is day 364 wow. of this ridiculous 365 day project. That I'm never letting you do again. Never going to do anything this preposterous again, even though this is my second 365 day project. And <clears throat> I feel like I need more. I feel like I need to hear you more. Yeah, there Ooh, we go. There we go. And where shall we begin? Where we always begin. At the beginning. Babe. I was born. What's your for- intention <laughs> with this podcast? <laughs> yeah, that is where I always begin. Yeah. Um, do you have an intention for this podcast? Um. I kind of liked what you said, why you wanted to do it. 
Because you're like, yes, it's part of your 365 days. But if our grandchildren look back at this day, it'd be pretty cool to be like, they were such goofballs. Her voice is so nice. I think there's something really beautiful about documenting this very special year for us. We've had many special years. Mm. And this one is an especially special year for us. Okay. So there are likely people listening being like, what are you guys talking about? I jumped straight in. You just went, just went right, right in the hell our into grandchildren. the deep. Yeah. <laughs> the generations to come. <laughs> Hi, I'm Darius. And this I'm Lil. Is, this is Lil. You might know us from Artist Morning. And you might not know that like a couple months ago, we started dating. After many, many years of friendship. Yes. Three to five to be exact. So if you're brand spanking new to this substack, this was a ridiculous idea I had last year around like what would happen if for 365 days I published something on substack. And it started off really interesting. And then I was like, what did I get myself into? And a lot of really cool and unexpected things were created in that year. In the last three months of this year, I was just like, I am so resentful of this project. Why did I do this project? It's crazy. I'm so tired. I also herniated a disc in my back. So it just changed my energy levels. And I think recently I have a different framing around it because I zoomed out and I was like, there is something very special about this particular year. Mm -hmm. This was the year I unexpectedly accidentally fell in love with my best friend who is this woman staring at me with really adorable eyes. <laughs> For seven years, we've been very good friends. And it's a bit of a controversy how long we've been best friends. Somewhere between three to five years. I say five years Jesus. and 23 days. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> five hours. Um, and we've just been the most amazing friends. Through like thick and thin, through really challenging times, through breakups and falling in love with other people and tears and laughter and ridiculousness of all sorts, but never once crossed over the friend line until this fall where we, for the first time in seven years, found ourselves single together. Am I getting that right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of renewed my energy in this sub stack because I was just like, that's cool. Because I, throughout the year, have just been documenting my friendship with you and my deep loving relationship with you. And looking back, it was like, kind of like, maybe just right under our noses the whole time. And as we told so many friends and family, they're like, Duh. Makes so much sense. Yeah. And I think about for time. both of us, it, we, we were the duhs. We were just in duh land. 
I think to interrupt you a little bit, I think we also got so much from our friendship that for so many years, like that was not only enough, but like so much, like our friendship really nourished me. And there was somebody that I can be so ridiculously honest with and can hold space and can just like love me and encourage me. And I think we did that for each other. So it was also like our friendship is and was very special to me. You know, I'm saying was because when I was thinking about it back then and is because I still really feel like you're my bestie. I like that. And I want to keep that going for sure. And so, yeah, so when I dial into my intention, I think I always secretly everything I create forever. I've always I've never thought about it through the lens of my kids because that seemed too close. But through the lens of grandkids, because there's this buffer. And I've always just been like my journals or my Instagram posts or my YouTubes or my meditations, like grandchildren would be so interesting for them to stumble into this. And not even through the lens of like, I become famous and they see it. It It's just like they stumble into my journal or like, oh my God, look at grandpa. I don't know what the hell I'd be called by then. And I honestly feel like I've been doing this since I was like 18 just seeing things through the lens of grandkids for some reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would be an interesting thing for grandkids to stumble into like, oh, like this is the year they fell in love. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Because you just get so cute. Your eyes do this like really cute thing. Okay. So I just smile. So get mushy. I do you have any withholds before I dive into this? No, I think we're good. Okay. For those that don't know what a withhold is, my friend Lou Redman, who I'm in a men's group with, introduced me to this concept of withholds that we do before our mastermind group or our men's group. And it's like, is there something that's holding your energy between you and the person? Are you in the experience that's not allowing you to be fully present that you want to name and release? I have a withhold. I definitely have a withhold. What's your withhold? You go first. <laughs> I just want a little kiss. <laughs> a little one. <wine. laughs> okay. That's the first time I kiss someone on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's your withhold? Um, I've got two withholds. My first withhold is I feel shy about our artist morning fam that might be listening to this. And I'm just like aware of like just people that we love so dearly. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I've been shy with everyone we initially shared our relationship with. It's just my weird ism. You know, it's just one time of shyness and then I'm kind of over it. So I'm feeling that energy Mm -hmm. and I'm like. I feel them in the room and I'm like, Oh, you care so much about them. I do. I love them deeply. And my second withhold is I'm also like aware that there are at least two of my former partners that are on this Substack list. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I guess I care too. I'm like, Mm -hmm. 
I don't want to offend them or hurt their feelings, even though they've both given us their blessings about this relationship, which is wild. But I also am just like sensitive to them. Mm-hmm. And then there's another part of me that's like, I deeply care and love you. And it's so liberating and freeing to just let that love be what it is. So many things are true at once. Yeah. So what do you think you need in that space? Just need to say that, that that's there. So don't have to hold it with so much energy. Yeah. And my last withhold is that I am literally holding this mic and it's so heavy. The base of this. Have you held this? Yeah, I bought that. I got that. I know it. This is not heavy. This is great. Let's just do the podcast like this. She's holding the mic for me now because you heard her say it's not that happy. <laughs> great. I feel much better. How are you doing now? You're doing great. With this not I'm so heavy have mic? one jacked bicep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to my withholds. <clears throat> Can I ask you some more questions? Mm-hmm. I think that was an affirmative. Yes. Okay. So you answered my first question. What's your intention and why do you, do you say yes to this? You kind of answered that, right? Yeah. Okay. I think I asked you that question. Oh, I had a question. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> I have eight questions prepared and she's like, I need to have questions. Yeah, I walk into your house before we're getting ready to meet your family and you're like, I have eight questions ready for you. Do you have your eight questions? And I'm like, I didn't even know that we were supposed to prepare questions for this. But anyways, continue. I'm making them up as I go because I just work that way. Wonderful. Your head looks so small in this video. <laughs> or does your head look really big? Because I'm big, y'all. <laughs> okay. Question numero dos. How would you describe our relationship 365 days ago? Oh, wow. 365 days ago, you were my best friend. And I was sharing with you about a former partner meeting my family. I remember. So in that space, um, yeah, there were, hmm, how would I describe that? I think you were just like one of very few people that I can fully speak freely about, about that experience with. Um, you and Kathy were really the two people that like really got me and understood how important family was. So I would describe our relationship as just like a really safe place to be unfiltered and to say the things. And also (sighs) there's so many times where I didn't want to tell you stuff, not because I didn't want to be honest with you, but because you were going to tell me the truth or you were going to say something to me. So you were like that friend that I wouldn't call first. I would call like somebody else and they would encourage me and tell me what I wanted to hear. And I was like, oh, here we go, Darius. And um, yeah, I would describe it as like 
just a really radically honest and uh, beautiful friendship. Like you were somebody that I had a lot of comfort and peace with, but at the same time, there was like a ugh, energy of like whenever I didn't want to hear something from somebody, mm. you were that person that I would call. But didn't that answer your question? <laughs> I think so. What I'm interested in is like 365 days have passed. We had a particular relationship 365 days ago, which was one of my favorite relationships. And in one year's time, it's changed a lot. Very drastically. How would you describe our relationship now? It's so funny because, you know, you hear people that are like, you know, if you date your best friend, it's like just such a great relationship. Mm. I don't know. You would just like hear it in like cheesy or you'd see it in like cheesy romantic movies. But it's a real thing. <laughs> I think this is the relationship that I have been like the most comfortable being myself with. Like I told you so many things that I would not necessarily like start with if I'm dating somebody. Like you were literally the person that I shared a lot of like intimate details about my life. So I almost came like unmasked. To this relationship. Yeah, like we like did all the deep dive dating for seven years of friendship. And so like we've seen each other, no, but it's like, it's like there's best friends and then there's best friends who have done a year of deep therapy together. Yeah. Because we were in a therapeutic group that went like crazy deep. And so it's like we, but we, we kind of saw each other in radical aliveness therapy. We saw each other in contact improv dance. We saw each other in camp reset. We saw each, like we saw so many facets of each other in artist morning, you know? And I think a really important one is that we saw each other in relationships. That was very important. Like we, I, I would share with you like my desires in relationship my frustrations, my wins. And you did the same. You would share with me like when something was um, thriving, when something was missing, when you had desires and also triumphs. So it was, we almost like got to know each other in relationship through other relationships with the lens of like the best friend and confidant of those relationships. Yeah, like seeing the behind the scenes. Yeah. Seeing the warts and all. You know, like we also got to see each other through messy breakups. Yeah. And you learn a lot about someone when you see them at that like, quote unquote, lower place. You see how they deal with certain things, right? And I think for me that fused a lot of trust because I saw how much integrity you showed up with in places where it would be easy not to have integrity. So, yeah, like lots of masks were off. Yeah. For sure. I just think this is epic. (laughs) This is the most beautiful (laughs) love because I just, I feel so seen. Mm. And I feel like I really see you and know you. 
you know, there's been so many times, not just in relationships, but in so many other areas of our lives that we've shared, like, <clears throat> our our wounds and our love and how, like, deeply we want to make an impact in the world and with people. So I, I think there's so many, like, I came into this relationship already, like, really admiring you and loving you and trusting you. So all that didn't need to be built. Now it's like, we just get to build together. And I've really, really been wanting that in my life. Mm. I think there's, I think I've just, I've been so ready for so long to have this, that it's like hilarious. You were here all along, but you also weren't because we, I think we needed to go through what we went through to be here where we are in our relationship. Yeah, most definitely. Hmm. Ready for my next question? Yes, and then I have a question for you. Okay. Where do you feel the most alive in our relationship? This is a PG-13 podcast, right? I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, where do we feel most alive in our relationship? Hmm. Definitely in our communication. Because it's very like unmasked. Like I feel most alive because I can just fully show up. And I think you see me, you will catch when I'm breathing different, when I'm, when I tilt my head a certain way, like you're so, like you observe so well. So I feel really seen in that space. So I would say like in our, in our just like interactions or communications, when we're having tougher conversations, mm. it feels, uh, a place where I would normally like escape or I would see my partner leaving. I think it's when we show up really hard for each other is when we are having, um, yeah, those radical conversations. And there's also a really silly, like I do believe that we are in a sacred, silly relationship because as much as I can see the, tough and deep conversations being fully alive there's also just like a really silly man that I'm dating <laughs> and I think I've been really silly for a long time so we can just like laugh and tickle and kiss and be in this like really fun um energy mm. and I think it that also that openness that communication also works its way into our intimate life, which is for another podcast. But I think there's something, look at you getting shy. <laughs> you're blushing. Have you ever seen a Persian man turn red? I don't red? know what you're talking about. <laughs> I am stoic. Yeah, I think those things are important <coughs> in many spaces. So, mm. yeah. How do you feel about that? I know that you... I've created these questions, but there's also space for you to share. How do I feel about what? Uh, about that question, about what I just said. About your answer to that question? Uh-huh. 
yeah. I feel like it's a surfaced answer. And mm. I think it was maybe an intentionally surfaced answer. Um, and I understand why. Why do you think so? What do you think? Like, I'm always curious when I ask people questions on podcasts, if the mics weren't here, would that be the same answer? So if this mic wasn't here, what would be your answer? To that question? Yeah. So you're reusing my question. Where do I feel most alive? Yeah. I feel most alive in this relationship. Many places. So I'm going to defy the most. I hate most questions. Like yeah, what's your favorite restaurant? What's your favorite book? What's your favorite film? And I almost always bypass the favorite one because it's, I think, a, a, you know, I should have refra reframed that question. So when I think about that and I feel into it, I see visuals. Okay. Like just quick flashes. Um, Ariel shows up. Yeah. Your daughter, your wonderful 13-year-old daughter. I feel really alive with her. Mm. Because she's such a spark. And like just got a visual of like her and me playing basketball. And that feels so alive. Mm. It brings me a lot of joy and excitement and hope. I am going to keep this part uh, mysterious and uh, surface, but... The intimacy level is mm -hmm. bonkers. I'm just going to leave that bonkers. Um, we're just going to leave that there. There are some really interesting intersections and explorations. <laughs> Who knew? Um, okay. I'm just going to let my cheeks de blush for a sec. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Oh my god. Hi, Sally. My mom's on this. It's just she would be so happy. Your mom's just the best. Remembered, my mom she is on this. She would be so happy. Oh Hi, god. Sally. <sighs> okay, I take deep breaths. What am I doing with my life? I love you, mom. Um, Our grandchildren. What? Why do we have so many grandchildren? What? Okay, so there, there, and. I think the other place I feel very much alive is you are so full of optimism and hope mm. and support and love. And I really get this sense of how deeply you believe in me mm. in that. infuses me with this energy as if everything is possible. And we're just going to like, you're like, we're just going to figure it out. We're, whatever, we're going to figure it out. And I think I've really longed for that, like ride or die energy, because that's what I feel. Mm. And uh, sometimes in my like lower moments, I like, you know, my programming takes me to like, I'm alone and I got to figure it out on my own. And I don't feel that way anymore. 
Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I change my answer? No. Actually, I don't want to change it. No, I do have. I have no. a short one. I have no. a short one. No. no, I feel most alive when I sniff your delicious beard. <laughs> it smells so good. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Just going to leave that there. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> I have a question for you. Yes. How has it been dating a mom? And you mentioned a little bit of Ariel, mm. my wonderful, wonderful little, I don't even want to say a mini me because she's like, she's not a she's mini, not a mini she, man. They she's used to a call big, her mini you and that's she's not, not, she's her own yeah. empire. Yeah. So, so just to like set the, 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 the stage a little bit, you know, there's a difference with like sleepovers and hangs and considerations and morning lunches and stuff like that and even like our the time that we spent together some of that stuff has been a challenge in the past for me yeah. how has that been for you dating a mama well it's my first time and it's a little different because i've known ariel for years and I've loved her for a long time because she's just so lovable. She's like the best kid ever. Um, so there wasn't a relationship there before. Is different because time is different because, you know, you got a, you got a kid. And... But it's also different because you're like, there's a different level of responsibility. I, I honestly can't think of like negative things hmm. because like I could say, you know, in past relationships, when you get into the, like the lovey-dovey part, it's like your partner starts sleeping over for one night and two nights and three nights and four nights. And it's like, oh, cool. That hasn't happened with us because you got to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, but my brain is like, but then it's just like, I miss you mm. and we get to have that miss you energy and we still see each other a lot. It's like the things that I might possibly lose are so far below all the things I gain. Mm. And I've said this before and maybe it's cheesy and maybe you're like tired of hearing it, but I honestly, honest to God feel this way. I feel and, and it is cheesy, but I'm just going to own it because this is actually how I feel. I actually feel like I won the lotto because she's so wonderful. And I'm 41 and I didn't have a kid when like lots of people had kids. And I'm mm -hmm. like, and she's not my kid. I get that. But she's a kid I get to hang out with. Yeah. And I get to like listen to and I get to play with. And, and I'm like, this is so cool because... People who know me know me. I'm a big kid too. And I love learning and exploring and she's so creative. And so I don't know if that answers your question, but my experience of dating a mom has been, it's been freaking awesome. Mm. You know, um, before when you were just my friend, I always said like, when I have a kid, I need to stay close to Lil cause she's going to be my like parent coach. Cause you were like the best mom I knew. And I'm like, I'm like, how did I, what? How'd that happen? So yeah, it's been different. There's definitely different considerations and stuff. 
but so so much of it is just fun Mm -hmm. and cool and interesting. And there's challenges that are like, my head doesn't feel disappointed or it actually goes to like, oh, this is like a new level of this game I'm playing. Mm -hmm. And I've never been on this level. Oh, you know, it's like Mario World. And you're like, oh, there's like different things I need to figure out and do. This is exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I feel like I'm preemptively getting a vulnerability hangover. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, I'm sweating, guys. (laughs) So it's my question. Okay. Where do you see the most potential for growth? Hmm. It's, yeah, back to your most question, you know? I Yeah, take the word most out. It literally does Are there any areas of, that like are challenging or like, this is something we got to work on or like, this is somewhere where we can grow? Oh, that's what you mean. Okay, I took that question differently. Like, how would this, how would this really, okay, okay. Hmm. Wow. Like if this was a time capsule. Yeah. And every year on December 30th, we made one of these. And we were going to try to encapsulate this year, this moment. And we're like, here are the things that we're really excited about this year. And every year they change. And here are some things that we're trying to figure out. And you could see it through like, these are problems, these are challenges, or these are areas for growth. I was trying to be like optimistic with my language there. But it's like, what is this th- the big thing we're trying to work on right now? I think, which is interesting because we've been, you know, we've been together for, for less than a year. Way less. <laughs> Significantly <laughs> less than a year. It feels like 17 years. <laughs> but um, I think there's like this area that we are both really clear that we want to spend more time together. We want to live together. We want a family together. So I think the area where we, where we experience, where we can experience a bit more growth is in the honesty of planning all that. The honesty, there's like a huge part that like comes in for making that happen. And I think we've been so open and clear about our intentions and now we're just figuring out the logistics of that. But I think that's like something that we're figuring out, which is like, where do we want to live? What do we want to consider? What kind of place can we can we afford to have right now? What are we doing with, you know, with like the different areas of our life that are going to make the logistics of that happen? So I think that that is probably the area of growth for us is just figuring out like we're such dreamers and we're, we can like really dream and be in that space. So I think that that is, you know, one quality of what it is that we're manifesting. And then the other quality is like the numbers game and the figuring out like the steps to get there and the logistical part of that. Um, Because I feel that the rest of our relationship, when it comes to like, 
communication and honesty and all that stuff really gets like figured out. We don't really let too much time hap- like pass before we, um, before we like solve something or before we're like honest about things. So yeah, I think that's probably the area where we can, uh, grow in 2024 is like stepping into that part of our, of our, uh, relationship. Yeah, I agree. That's Mm -hmm. the big thing we're trying to figure out. Yeah. How to integrate our lives together. Yeah. 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 Cause there's like, you've been living here, you know, on your own, you've had your own space. You've got the experience of what it's like to have Ariel and I in your space. Um, and it's different. It's different. We're louder. We have stuff. We have things. Things don't necessarily get put back in the same place. So I think that's going to be really interesting for us to just figure out how to like life together. Yeah. And we sort of live in different cities. I'm in Etobicoke. You guys are in North York. You know, I've been like this solo artist, bachelor dude, and you have not. No. You've been surrounded by family. I have not had a kid. You have had a kid. Like there's this like all this stuff that's different. Yeah. And we're trying to find a honest, empowering way where we can integrate those things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the big challenge or AKA place for growth that we're, it's TBD. Yeah. Okay. I've only got two more questions for you. Okay. What surprised you the most about dating me this year? So I knew this as your friend like how much you care and how like considerate you are as a friend. But I have been on a master class of learning to receive dating you. Like learning, like my daughter the other day, she, what did she say to me? You act so childish around Darius. And we would, we asked like, what does that mean? And she was just kind of like, you just kind of like, you stop momming and stop being this like person that's in control of everything. And you relax more and you're a bit more fun. And you're a bit more of like a kid. And what did she say? You stop braining. <laughs> I stop braining because I get to have somebody like, take care of me and I just didn't know like I'm the caretaker I'm the one that likes to do stuff for somebody and spoil them and love them and cook for them and clean and do this and have that be like my thing so I was I am still like learning to receive and to be taken care of. So that was a big surprise knowing that about you, but experiencing it in a relationship is very different. Mm. And I've gotten to see you with family now 
And I can see that you're not just like a caretaker here, but you like really love to make people feel good, to make people feel like comfortable. And I think I've never had this depth of, of this experience. So that it was just so rich and it's so beautiful. And I like, and I love it because there's no, it's reciprocal. Like we are doing it for each other, but for the first time I am really receiving and I'm like, what is happening? And you're seeing what's happening. Like I'm opening up way more in like so many areas of our life that, um, yeah, like you're so generous and so loving and so thoughtful that it is just like really wonderful. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> that was a really beautiful answer. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that I'm a goofball, but I really knew that. that was really sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Last question. As we look ahead in this next year, what's in your consciousness? And I'm, and I'm saying this like I always think of things in like scalable projects, legacy projects. And I think when I was like, as I was writing these questions, I was just like, this will be such a cool thing to ask your partner every year. You know, like what has been the most exciting thing happening in our relationship this year? What has been the like the area where we're trying to figure out what's the problem we're trying to solve, you know? Mm -hmm. And then as we look ahead, what is the where what is your energy being pulling pulling you towards as a exciting co-creation for this new coming year? So my answer may not be the most mushy mushy gushy just because I think that like our our love is pretty epic like the way that like our just our love like our actual like intimacy and connection and communication like our our romantic relationship is really wholesome and we've dipped into what it would look like to to do some work together. We've done one workshop together where we led um, a really fun dance workshop at Reset. We've experienced some co-working together. You helped me launch my first website yesterday. <laughs> yeah. LillianMoto.com. And um, that space where we get to like have a very different energy to us has been such a recharge for me because just like you, like I've been an entrepreneur and a lot of the times I'm working on my own and I, there's so much value in not being alone when I work. That doesn't mean we're working on the same thing. I would love that. I would love to have a project with you to have a retreat. I think we are great facilitators individually and like just so good together so to have some sort of project where our our hearts and our vision can come together, I think is really, I think it's really special. And I think that we've workshopped so many things together with so many layers, you know, especially in communication that I think that there's a gift here that 
Like when I speak to people about the way that we communicate, people are so impressed. They're just like, wow, you know, he has a lot of emotional intelligence. You have a lot of guts to say that stuff. And we've just created such a beautiful space for that, that I would love to share some of that with, with people. So it would be in some sort of creative project uh, that I would love to see our, our minds and our visions kind of fusing together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we've done some stuff together, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even. This is a beautiful answer. Mm-hmm. You started with like, Oh, I thought you were going to get into like logistics or something, but you want to co-create journeys and experiences yeah, um, and get support on the things you're working on on your own yeah yeah okay i mean there's other stuff too but we can save that for later (laughs) oh my goodness um okay those are my questions Mm -hmm. 44 minutes 45 minutes anything you want to say before we sign off Mm. Hmm. I don't think I do. Anything you want to say? Because you asked me a bunch of questions and your questions were so good. That's okay. Okay. I feel I feel very happy with the question answer process. Okay. Okay. Can I ask you one question? Sure. So it's similar to your last question. Mm-hmm. So we're podcasting next year. Mm-hmm. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. What are we celebrating? Mm. <laughs> You're sneaky. I would be really happy. It feels very vulnerable. If the next time we do this annual recap podcast, there's a little bun in your oven. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would bring me a lot of joy um, because I love you. I love you too. And yeah, that feels like I'm ready. I'm getting very shy right now. He's I'm so just red. gonna squish my face into the mic He's so you can't see anything. I've stopped making eye contact with Lil. <laughs> hey. And I'm just gonna be shy in this Look corner here. Um yeah, that would be lovely. Thank you for coming to this podcast. My name is Arius. We'll see you next year. Bye. <laughs> I would love that. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. You're going to be such a good papa. You already are. I see you with Ariel being so just like wonderful with her. And there's something that I've felt for the first time in relationship, which is like, full support of being a mom like some challenges that I went through this year you were just like really wonderful at being 
like my co-parent, somebody that supported me through that, you know, like somebody that like really co-parent the right word. No, no, that's not the right word. Co-parent mm. is the other parent is like the other parent. What, what's the right word? Like my, my support. Your partner. My partner. Yeah. But my partner in parenting. Like I was parenting and doing some tough stuff and you really supported me. I think it was that. just there for you. I wasn't. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I was in the parenting part. I was just like, you were going through some parenting stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll be here to listen. I'll be here. Like, what do you need? I'm new to all of this stuff, but like, I'm, I'm here with yeah. you. But, yeah. I, but I don't think I've ever had that. I think it's been a different conversation to share with somebody like, what can we do? What can I do? What can, I need help in this space. Like I've always figured it out on my own. Yeah. So I would be so excited <laughs> to not do it on my own this time. Ariel was five months when I started to raise her on my own. Yeah. And I would love to do the whole baby, toddler, preteen, teen thing with you because... You're so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> You're not blushing. I'm Don't blushing. mind me being awkward over here. Okay. Okay. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. 364 days. One more to go. Thank you for saying yes to my wacky, weird social experiment. Of course. And okay. I love you so much. You know <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you too. Thanks for listening to this wild podcast. I'm going to go have my vulnerability hangover now. And Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's.